So I'm thinking uh, in the spirit of always pushing ourselves into a growth actualization, uh, self-help, um, I get to eat more of other people's food space. Um, should we, you know, should we come up with like a metric or a parameter, like a framing mechanic to pick our idea today, Chris, rather than just, uh, circle around some small talk until I say what I think we should do. What do you reckon? I, I see to Are me, that is the that metric, food? but <laughs> I'm happy to hear you out. Is this going to be, um, food related? No, what, what, but- what, what's, what, what do you think is a good mechanic for, discovering new ideas. I, th- I think that they're, you know, I, I, mean, I, I, I like the idea that at some point we'll have done so many that we're like, oh God, uh, what's another idea? And we'll have how to do harvest f- like, yeah. How do we find- or Reddit threads. How do we find, where are the new thoughts? You know, we'll find like, yep, just a frozen thought at the at the heart of a glacier. We'll open it up and it'll just, you know, it'll just, just be like a little Chinese fortune cookie um, strip of paper and it'll just say like, uh, it'll just say boob hat on it and then we'll have to rank it. Um, <laughs> we'll have to rank it. Um, well, no, I guess uh, the thing that occurred to me is, yeah, like, you, do you feel that there's a type of idea, if, you know, there's a sort of category of, of idea that we have done a lot of lately and haven't, or, or haven't done as much of, like, um, it's, you know, I feel like as usual, we've been, you know, with, we've been doing a lot of big zoomed out ones. Do Is it time to do a more specific one again? Spe- I don't necessarily think that it, more, more something I experienced through the, the podcast and I, I described, I said this to you, I think in a couple, a couple episodes ago, that there's something that we're going to have to reckon with at some stage that's related to, um, so there, there is some, obviously some validity to metaphysical, um, ideas it's just that the ones that we have are, are all the types that you would um because they're sort of classifications of certainty they're easy to um poo-poo as it were um and so i think that there's some there's some sort of sublime something oh, oh god i'm i'm making a fool of myself for keep talking to say this stuff out loud yeah String yeah, yeah. This, is a, this is the trap if only i could stop talking this podcast would be so good um <laughs> Uh, there's 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 something there's something at the edge of understanding that uh, I think would be a really f- that that um, that would be good to capture because of, I mean obviously we we have such um, reverence if you look at the list for evidence of of, um, of ideas that grow the grow our capacity to um, understand and share and learn and 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 see things and certainly. Um, disdain for the things that inhibit that but i feel like there's something uh, I, I really i really am regretting taking this path for talking because i i i'm sure that I, I sound ridiculous but there's something about you know if you could you can understand that where human knowledge collectively or um currently is or or ever has been is is only going to be a small fraction of um of of what it could be or or um what it will be um and then some sort of conceptual understanding of how the things that are outside of that knowledge but still intersect with us in our reality every day but are things that we don't understand, how do we navigate usefully acknowledging that those that those forces will exist? You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like do say, for you example, mean. you know, before we knew about electricity, for example, um, you know, there, there were explanations, you know, you could witness instances of it and examples and you know your hair would stand on end in certain places or you whatever say lightning and 
etc cetera, etc cetera. um and you know n- understand that there's an en- energy in things or whatever and and so there are there are replacement ideas or placeholders that are bad or not not useful but then at the same time it is a reality that you are engaging with so um yeah there must be some useful way for conceiving of the things that are beyond the edge of understanding um and i i'm interested in any ideas that uh relate to that uh whether they're good or bad doesn't really matter it's not that's that's a process we undertake um to determine uh but I think that there's some there's that's the stuff that really really excites me for the cool. um, for once we have the full list to, to see how it stands up, you know, when there are zeitgeist shifting conceptions that are sort of you know step shifts that are made by the collective in you know in the years to come, which I'm sure they will be. Well, a fun thing that might well happen uh, in the thousand year process of us doing this podcast is that you know uh, step shifts might like that might occur in a way that completely upends um all of the undercurrent framing and all of yeah all of the basic framing of how we've ordered the list um i guess so what could those what could those be i mean the i mean it feels like the most obvious step shifts would be things related to you know the how reality is constructed is totally different to you know our current conception of it even with a sort of diet idea of you know our perception shaping so much of it um or you know you know you know, that's, you know, matrix style stuff as well. Yeah. Um, it's certainly, uh, yeah, I feel like it's, it's obviously it's hard to imagine the unimaginable, but the, um, the, you know, a more, a more bounded, yeah. a, a more bounded training wheels version of the same idea is just, um, things that, uh, do define the what like our existence, um, just suddenly changing. Like, I mean, the classic thing that people talk about is, um, if, if there was an end to scarcity, like of resources, you know, the idea of how much of our, uh, extreme, how much of our yeah. ideation, how much of our ideation and our understanding of the world, the actual reality of the world is about, well, there is only so much of this thing and this thing and this thing. And the management of that or the contention with that is defining what we, it, that defines what we have to do. That's for sure. Like everything that we do is defined by scarcity, um, as much as anything else. And so if, if you suddenly had a condition, if the condition of scarcity was removed, if there was suddenly as much of every resource as you could, or you could create as much of every resource as um, you wanted, or at least the resources that are most um, key or valued to humans, then, you know, that would be really, that would be an, unim- it would, it's so hard to conceive, like, how do you even conceive of what life then is? or how you approach life yeah. or, how you, or how you organize things in terms of value. And I mean, that's something that could just straight up happen. Like there is, it is perfectly likely as an outcome. There are, there are certain people who think of it as inevitable. It may, there's no way to know if it is or not. Like it could also never happen, but it's certainly, and it's an, to me, that's an imaginable, um, unimaginable, if you know what I mean, in terms of just how. Yeah. I mean, it, even on existing trajectories, you don't even need to have any, um, you know, new uh, breakthroughs or whatever, you know, like we uh, can effectively uh, r- radically change the limits of um, certain things like, uh, you know, you could see how, you know, potentially we'll be able to, um, you know, uh, augment our capacity to process or store information, in you know, with our brains or whatever, pretty, or, um, you know, asteroid mining will, you know, open up huge access to, resources that we consider um limited at the moment like and and that that's that that's not even approaching the scale of the changes that you're talking about and even those would um, radically change 
how we conceive of certain things, I think. But it, it does highlight the fact. navigate we, things. And we already have, obviously, there's been huge step shifts towards exponentially less scarcity um, across, at least for certain human populations, like already. Oh, like yeah. we're, we're already, we're already um, in the relative post-scarcity world compared to ancestors that we've had. So, um, and uh, yeah. Look, here's, here's an idea that's perhaps, perhaps a fun one to explore. What about information? Cool. Yeah. So maybe yeah. It's, maybe it's a, bit, it's a bit difficult. Let me think. Yeah. I mean, we, so the, um, the idea of, so I guess it's the thing of like, is, is the word information enough of, uh, of a conceptualization or is it, is, you know, is, is it too much of a, just observing something that's there? A neutral uh, thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of, sp- kind of asking, but I think there's got to be, say there's, yeah. there's got to be an idea form of it. Sorry. What were you going to say? What, what about an idea of, of, of limits? Like, um, you know, what Good. are some ideas yeah. of, uh, uh, yeah, an idea adjacent to like, uh, you know, limits that we assume uh, that, that even you or I would assume are, um, are baked into reality, like hard yep. limits. Yep. Oh, um, Chris, Chris, um, this is great. So, yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's, um, let's leap, um, over the uh, theme song as it plays and then land uh, – I'll land in a forward roll and um, I'm going to need you to take the hit on this one because you need – someone needs to look cool in the landing. So, um, you're going to – it's going to be rough on the ankles, but then we are going to – I'm already looking cool. See you on the other side of the credits. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us on that journey of a longer intro than usual. You're, of course, on the Rank Ideas podcast with myself, Chris Endry, and co-host and dear friend, Nick Deladovic, uh, where together we are on a journey to successfully rank every human idea in order from best to worst on our ever-expanding list. And uh, today, uh, well, you know, I say ever-expanding, but can it truly go on forever, Nick, because uh, maybe we're going to look at limits, do you think? Yeah, I think the um, you know, I mean, if if our uh, pre um, theme song choose the idea uh, teaser can can be something that can just keep expanding to meet our needs, then uh, maybe everything can. But before we get into that, we're gonna. St- I I think we should start with a little uh, bit of what I like to call the definitionist. Which yeah, is well, the we- definition is is the limit to the boundaries of the. Um- meaning of the idea that we're going to explore. Um, mm-hmm. And if, if, if we're looking at limit, is, is, that, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, limits. Okay, a, a limit is a, an idea that there's a there's an edge threshold for, a I guess, a noun. <laughs> yeah, a point past which whatever process or, um, or object can no longer exist. Yep, um, or it can't ex- can like no that. longer exist, or progress, or expand, um, or yeah. or be or be sustained. And um, yeah, the uh, I feel like um, there's uh, roughly it falls in the usage of it um, falls into roughly two camps. One is limits that are perceived to exist as an irrevocable foundational aspect of reality, and then there are limits that are proactively formulated and placed. So. Um, the, uh, the, there was, there were a lot of, um, conceptual limits and agreed upon limits and contractual limits, 
um, in human interaction and beyond just, beyond just the idea that you, um, uh, yeah, that, uh, you, uh, can't just keep walking in one direction forever, um, without, uh, drowning or falling in mud or, um, un- un- yeah, unexpectedly coming across an improv comedy performance. Um, you, mm-hmm. there's, there's also the idea that yes, we are, we are being constantly defined by agreed upon limits or just conceptual limits. Like, and I guess this, this is the other thing that's interesting in terms of everything you're positing in the teaser, like limits exist as, um, there are limits to our imagination and there are limits to our conceptualization. And then there are just, I then there's just idea conditioning that puts limits on us. There are things that we would, we were having, um, one of, one of our classic, classic off mic chats that were just happening before you were talking about the example of, um, uh, you know, of alignment in life of trying to, trying to hang out with the people in life who, um, uh, share an imagination space or a value system around things. Um, and I was talking about, you know, um, finding, uh, it's how it's how it's easier to interact with people around um, certain ideas when there is when you're not having to constantly do burdens of proof, feel a burden of proof to prove that the the validity mm. or the possibility of what you're trying to do, and so yeah, that just suggests that you know that we're all walking around with our own suite of sense of what what is and isn't possible for us, and it's not just the laws of physics that are governing that. It's just what what we've been taught is okay or valid or um, unsustainable or bad you know these these are this is the idea of limits is kind of baked in there yeah i I i think it i think you've you've um captured really perfectly with those two usages um and i think the thing that you and i will uh you know find ourselves railing against a bit is is how often they are misconflated because you know if i if i throw a tennis ball um you know from my front door out onto the street you know, there will at some like regardless of what it is, I think we can accept that there is a limit to the distance of that that I'll be able to make that ball go with use by using my arm alone. Um, but uh, that type of limit is something that's uh, then transferred as an idea space often into, um, uh, I guess, any realm of of uh, endeavor or any realm of physical existence, and it's something that you can see constantly because um, what's what's that that I'm not sure who said it, but you could tell a pioneer from the arrows in their back. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, you know, we we as a species seem to spit out types of people who like to um, to have a who have a larger imagination space and an energy to make something happen, and that often, uh, you know, that, that's not that's not an automatically winning formula. That can be a disaster for those people in their lives and the people around them. But often, um, it does seem to be a prerequisite uh, feature for um, for generating the ideas or um, uh, products or you know, innovation, whatever that that expand the the collective capacity to conceive, to, to to have knowledge in different realms or to to do different things. And on that journey, very often, you know, we've we famously will string those people up and burn them alive. Or like, you know, you can see you can see throughout history, even in contemporary times, uh, that's that's absolutely uh, you know because they're conceiving of something beyond what we can all immediately connect to. It's uh, they're, they're often going past the limit or trying to go past the limit, and the natural instinct is to police that back into, um, you know, to, to police that limit because you know this is my known sense of reality, and you know how dare you breach that because it is the reality. Or um, yeah, and, and I know this is one that you talk about a lot in in sport in the idea space. Every time you know I'll, I'll like marvel, I'll be like, wow, did you see that the person who you know swam the fastest fifty meters 
ever was 39 years old and and you're like yeah like but but to me i'm like i even even when i was in my 20s in my head because i you know i follow afl closely as listeners of the podcast will know um because basically their careers are normally over at about 30 um yeah the in my own head i was like well surely you can't be physically fit and strong after 30 which is the most ridiculous uh false limit ever you know um i mean sorry there's there's no end of evidence against that um and uh, some things can only be done after after that age uh se- seemingly but um just just i just more give this stuff as a, a common everyday example where you know there's there's not the idea imagination space that you can be a great say nfl quarterback um at 40 but the you know the best one who's ever lived is what 42 now or something so yeah you you can like it's just it's just it's just and 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 that and that limit um uh is the type of thing that would have people preemptively uh, narrativizing themselves away from things, um, and and uh, and this is something. This is I'm sorry, I'm sorry for so long, but this is something that is kind of the mirror of what we, of what I was um, exploring uh, and trying to trying to get at uh, as a feature of our list that I want to see more of is that the absence of that limit or the opposite of it, whatever that force is, like the capacity to grow beyond that limit and test things and have an instinct for that is. Um, is a big driving force in a lot of the great things that we all get to enjoy as the human um, project rolls on. Yes, and and obviously every pioneering expansion of of thought and of possibility is its own mix of um, benefits and costs um, that are specific, and you know that are specifically defined um, as either benefits or costs for the, for yeah, yeah, what, whatever individual. Um, so it's not it's less about. Um, yeah, it's, it's not inherent virtue or vice. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not utopian, um, which is fine because I, I we haven't ranked utopia and dystopia yet. But I, uh, I, I don't think it'll do super well. Um, so it's less that we I already care. ranked perfection, which I think is an adjacent concept, and we ranked it pretty low, uh, not lowest of the mm. low, but pretty low. And I think um, the uh, yeah, but I, th- I think as as you say, you and I are both still. Uh, warm to the idea of at the very least scaling up the human project. Like like one thing that we've. Um, one thing that we have decided, like, had a, made a clear commitment to, is um, having ha- looking at how ideas operate at scale and um, having that be part of how we rank them. Um, and that suggests that we, yeah, we care about and support the idea of um, expanding the the boundaries of possibility um, for the human organism, and that that's something that we think is um, worth doing and we want to do. Or let me put it this way: is happening is going to happen no matter what. And so bringing, um, like celebrating that that's a thing that is just the, that, that is just happening, like doing the opposite of, you know, whatever crusty kind of, um, eco warrior kind of, oh, the problem is that there's too many of us kind of thing and, and flipping that around and being like, well, humans are an expansive species in, in, into we're not. And, um, is, uh, that being the reality, um, suggests that, yeah, we should be, up, you know, upvoting the ideas on this list that allow for, um, thoughtful, deliberate, um, you know, fully, uh, you know, fully possibility rich, um, versions of that, that are also, you know, self-aware and, um, self-analysis, self-analyzing and checking the work. And I think, um, yeah, like, as you say, the, the phenomenon, so the phenomenon that you've identified around the idea of limits, um, or the, around the idea of like the human imagination space, uh, it shows that, yeah, human, human instinct is to, uh, frequently or almost reflexively, um, help, you know, uh, uh, put the brakes on, 
um, around the idea of limits and, you know, stand on the idea of, no, there are limits. These are the limits. This is what defines our life. And very often those limits are conceptual rather than actual, um, at the very least, as often as, yeah, at least as often as they, as they are. And, um, yeah, they're at least, there is, they're conceptual at least as often as they are literal. Um, and yeah, I mean, the low stakes example is just, yeah, it is, it is the general human phenomenon to be looked at witheringly and condescendingly by one's parents around the things that you are considering to be possible. Um, and, mm. uh, yeah, and it is the human condition for people to, as you, and again, you, you highlighted Chris, that thing that we've talked about in the podcast before, where people are inclined to think of the specific world, quote unquote, that they grew up in as the natural world that makes sense and as and follows the rules and that any change that they observe during their lifetime to be a disruption to that stable world rather than rather than realizing that the world they grew up in was a, a tiny blip in the course of human history that was completely unique to that time um and um yeah so and would I mean, be alien to most other times and places would be yes <laughs> would be was alien to their parents in a way that they know it but yeah, that, they, exactly. that they know and observe but just aren't thinking about in that way. And, um, yeah. So for that reason, there's the, uh, absolute, uh, certainty of change, uh, certainty of disruptive change, as you say, of those step shifts of human ideation. Um, and you know, I guess like, uh, one, one expression of classical conservatism is the idea of just being like, well, since, since these radical scary changes are going to happen, conceptual limits are good and imagination limits are good or, or, you know, go slows on the human condition are good because it means you can do things in a more considered way and not just be barreling towards, um, uh, the future in a way that's, you know, not just Jurassic parking in every direction. Um, but yeah, it reduces things. your, reduces your, um, the risk of the chaotic variables being out of out of control, I guess. Yes, or, or, which, you know, or, or not 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 under, not seen and understood, which is so funny because that's the constant. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, and, yeah, exactly. but also the constant is that there are people there. It seems like like it seems like across all societies the whole time, and I don't know. Maybe this, this is not a true, you know, this is not the true limit of um, how societies uh, structure, but it does seem like there's a pretty naturally emerging balance between people who are wary of those constant changes and people who uh, have an appetite for embracing them. And you, you, you do seemingly need to integrate both of those groups to have stable societies. Yes, it's definitely, um, yeah, clear those, the two types of populations, the two types of personality type are intention and probably within individuals as well. Like probably each individual is their own mix intention of the, of, of, um, yeah. of, of, in, of, in different of, spheres. Yeah, of of in a, yeah, in I'm I'm sure myself there are there are spheres where I'm more um, keen to keen to embrace my intuitions around limits, and then other spheres where I'm keen to just yeah, where I'm keen to throw those throw throw out the popular intuitions around that, and it would just be it would there'd be a lot of conditioning variables that would come into that. Um, trying to think of an example off of my head. I mean, I, yeah, I'm certainly someone who's extremely chill and um, cavalier. Uh, about imagining different, you know, uh, different forms of um, human governance and economic systems or um, uh, ways of distributing an organized society as at least being possible and likely to be at least as good as what we have and potentially much better. Um, and then I guess, uh, I guess, and I guess I also think that about um, the way we um, actually relate to each other 
as humans, you know, in terms of the, the, you know, as again, it's, it's come up again and again on the podcast that like, I'm fairly disinterested in the idea of, um, positing sort of, um, models of reorganizing society that don't, that if, if there hasn't been any commensurate work around like understanding the, the workings of the human brain and the fine grain for like longstanding phenomena oh, yeah. of human, human interaction, yeah. um, and so I guess, yeah, if there's, if there's a conservative streak in me, I guess it's kind of, I guess it's both, I guess a conservative in a way, but really I'm just kind of like, well, you know, end capitalism if you want, but if you're not also, if, if there's not, a, a, if the more important bit of, um, of understanding more about why human beings, um, uh, feel insecure in their relationships with each other and act out on the basis of that insecurity. For instance, just as one example, if there's no, if there's been no project of actually refining our approach to that and our understanding of that and building new modelings of different behaviours, then whatever's gonna, whatever new thing you're gonna build is gonna have the same, is gonna have as many, many of the similar sorts of problems as you're complaining about now. Um, so yeah, I guess. Um, so that's an interesting case in terms of where I th- like me as just a random individual who has no particular expertise just in terms of where I'm placing the, the stress around limits. It's like, well, no, for me, the limit, you know, the heuristic limits of the human brain exist. Uh, I, I go, they exist, you know, at least for now, at least until you can literally make radical changes to the organism. Um, there are, li- you know, we have cognitive biases, we have heuristics, which govern our brain. Those things have lip, those things are limiting factors. And so, really like a meaningful engagement with what to do about anything for me involves understanding those limits and contending with them, not, ex- not just accepting them and being like, Oh, well, we can't do this then, but being like, okay, we're working within the limits and restrictions of those systems and understanding them properly. What could, what could you actually do in a different, more edifying way? And to me, and again, you know, the other thing we talked about when we did the art episode and other things like I'm a, I'm a creative restriction nerd. Like I kind of, I, I actually love limits. Like for me, particularly arbitrary yep. constructed ones, like putting limits onto a system, bounds a system, gives you the potential for fun, playful ideation within that system, allows you to start doing something. Like there's, I think the interesting scariness of the thought experiment of the post-scarcity scarcity world um, has been kind of teased by, say, the internet, you know, the the thing that happened with the internet where it's like, hey, there's all the, there's suddenly tons of raw information available for relative, for essentially free. And then the first thing, any human actually needs to do there is go, okay, can someone please give me a curating experience of this information? Cause otherwise I actually can't assess it. I can't, I have no way to in, like humans, we have no way to take in non curated information. So um, basically you end up having to recreate the limitations of the previous system to be in to, to an extent to be able to engage with the new system. So that's the, that to me is the interesting thing about post scarcity as an idea, as an idea space is like, how how can a human brain actually interact with that? Can you create, can you, could you actually get to a state? I guess, you know, I guess the matrix download um, approach is the kind of, that's the sort of imagine, that's the imaginary posit, right? It's just being like, oh, could you, instead of me having to have a curated guided engagement with Kung Fu, can I just have Kung Fu downloaded into my brain and then just, then just know, then just have it in me as a thing. I talked even longer than you talked on on Broken Chris. This this is a fun one. No, I don't think so. It's, it's, this is a really fun one. It's super interesting. Uh, another couple of uh, ideas that uh, uh, examples that occurred to me is, um, you know, the Francis Fukuyama '90s book declaring the end of history. You know, there's, yeah. there's a limit we've reached. You know, liberal capitalism now, and this is um, how all societies are going to gradually be from now. Obviously, uh, like a 
a, a wild assertion to make. Um, and um, and similarly, I think uh, in the early 20th century, I think it was the US head of the US Department of Patents or something like that. He said, basically, everything that's gonna, that can be invented is, is we've basically invented everything now, which is, uh, that was, you know, like, obviously, there have been some, there's been an invention or two in the last uh, <laughs> century and a fi- fifth or whatever. Um, and, uh, like, it's, so it's, it's, um, I think, I think, um, these sorts of, these sorts of, um, assertions, I don't think will necessarily make our concept of limits be down in the list at all, because I think that they're driven by, um, poor understanding of things that are high on the list, um, you know, such as uh, even science. I don't think we've done. Have we done scientific method? We have. Yep, it did pretty well. Okay, oh, great. Let me, let me yeah, have a yeah, look. yeah. And, and and all similar concepts for like pursuing and accessing information. I think if you if you if you venerate those, you're very unlikely to be um, uh, arbitrary in your declaration of of limits. As in, like you know, some things we just will never know, or you know, yeah. um, Like if if you're observing information, you can see that there are that there are um, there are falsely set limits constantly. Um, so I think that kind of undoes the negative element, but it is, it is, uh, it, it is really interesting to consider and explore how, um, how determinedly uh, we as a collective uh, will seemingly oppose, um, will, will enforce limits of, of existing things that, that have fallen for totally arbitrary reasons or, you know, just they just happen to be the things of our time um, as though they're universal truths. Even even um, even, the, even the speed of light is not necessarily, is not conclusively proven as a limit. Um, and this may be a bit of an eye-rolly uh, example to give. So I'm sorry if uh, to the physicists who um, this annoys. But, you um, love this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're listening in droves in Laos, apparently. Um, and uh, where we continue to rank, thank you to our Laotian listeners for. I think, I think we're, I think we're the best in Laos of all. Yeah, we seem to podcast markets. Yeah, but we'd like. I'd that's, love that's to get Laotian listeners market. Indeed, <laughs> that's all we consider you. Um, please, yeah, um, Laotian listeners, please get in touch and uh, tell us about your experience of the podcast because we're fascinated with you. Um, sorry, you were talking yeah. about. Yeah, so I guess um, speed of light. Yeah, speed of light. Yeah, because because it's measured. Um, it can only be measured uh, on its return trip. Like so, so speed of light we measure by uh, you know firing at a mirror and it comes back and then we get that's and the time it takes is how we get the speed. But it's of course possible that it. I mean, it's not. It doesn't appear to be likely, but it's possible that it goes faster in one way or another or loses something in the mirror or like I don't know. You know, it's, it's I guess, not, I guess it's, it's given as a constant that we use for lots of things. But even even that, even you know, even the hard mathematical limits that we have for um, our conception of the universe change. Um, that they haven't been. They, I mean, of course, they change as we understand more things. Um, well, to get extremely wanky about it, like the, our conceptions of um, of anything that's a constant and what the laws and rules are are defined by just ideas in language, and so and you yeah, know, those yeah. Are, those ideas in language are influenced by our basic understanding of what's going on around us. So any huge, like, yeah, it's less about whether the speed of light is right or not. And it's more about, well, we, you know, we, we have an idea of light. We have an idea of speed. We have an idea of all kinds of things. Yeah, and, sure. and, and you can easily imagine um, a new 
some some new all of understanding. those being transcended yeah all of those being transcended exactly like it's less about yeah. the it's less about the question of oh will the speed of the light remain constant and it's like oh will there be some will there be some new understandings that will supersede all of that framing you know in a way where yeah, it and, will and, just, that's, it will, and that's happened continuously across societies um, it's re- yeah, it reliably happened in the last century yeah it reliably, reliably happens so, and so it will happen and there's more people working on things than ever before so you know who knows what'll happen in the last in in the next year like yeah, obviously. And, you know, what will happen so, is someone's... So naff to say, but... Yeah, yeah. and what what will happen is, you know, as we were saying before, someone will... Pe- ideas will come out, people will get excited about the implications, and meanwhile their dad will just be there being like, yeah, but, you know, what's that in old money? And um, that's the... <laughs> as you say, there's potentially that, you know, there's potential utility to that tension, the idea of people just being like, okay... Of course. I mean... Uh, I, I don't think there's a particularly useful version of it that happens most of the time, as in I, th- I think the the thing that, again, that that conservative um, posit of um, let's, let's have a sensible, measured um, approach to this stuff, both, like, I think usually, A, there isn't enough, like, there isn't enough of a sensible, measured approach where it counts because, you know, when things still, uh, things like technologies, uh, for instance, still tend to just barrel out at, at maximum speed, um, without anyone putting, um, having particularly thoughtful or deliberative, um, processes around it. And then also the, you know, a lot of the projects of people, uh, feeling limited about where society can go leads to a lot of, you know, at any given time, there's a lot of people in society who are not being served or being punished to some extent, uh, for, for being essentially who they are in a, in a world where, um, who they are fundamentally um, exists outside the the prescribed limits. So it's all a bit. I, I, I think I still think there's utility in the tension because I think this isn't the only arena in which that tension should be measured because, um, you know, it, certainly when you're looking at, at um, the capacity for growing the idea space and um, exploring and learning new things that could be, you know, distributed to improve the collective or, you know, even any element of, um, of the civilizational experience, you know, you don't want to inhibit that at all. But I think that this, it's the same tension that um, does, uh, you know, that sort of what, what you describe as the raised eyebrows, like, well, I don't, you know, why do we need to do that or whatever? I, th- I think that there's, um, there is still utility in that because uh, pro- it's probably the case that um, most ideas of, <laughs> a wrong or like, you know, to, to, you know, something has to mitigate the, the unfettered exploration that has to exist for people to be able to, for, for us as a collective to really explore things. You know, some people as a type have to really be, I mean, not have to, but seem to be really motivated to, um, you know, to have that unfettered uh, uh, approach and explanation exploration and no individual could be right about everything and no, you know, group, no subgroup can be right about everything. Um, and no, no, you know, no cluster of people with certain traits are going to be right about everything either. And so I, I think it is important to have that mitigated. Otherwise, you may, you know, you do see societies that are sort of captured by um, certain types and, you know, including our own. Um, and when uh, they have the certainty that um, whatever new idea that they have is good and pursued, you know, that can that can have great consequences, but it can have catastrophic consequences as well. So I think I think there is still a utility Usually in tension. Usually both at once. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and look, well, I really it depends am, on how the outlier the idea is. Yeah, yeah. And I do think of this tension. Like I said, um, I guess I, I guess I was saying that I think the tension usually it plays out in a kind of 
not particularly well executed way, but I do believe that it could play out in a well executed way. Uh, for instance, yeah, in a society that was all organized um, op- optimally by a rank list of all ideas from best to worst. But yes. I do, but yeah, yeah, look, really, I am leaning towards. It's, a lot of our conversation is um, exposing the cost, but also um, really making me think of this idea as one which uh, the best version of itself can be protected on the best version of the list and where it might be relatively high. But what else? Yeah, what else do you think needs to be covered or talked about before we go to the to the ranking um, to the to the to the ranking tank to the rank tank to the tank rank, rank. tank? Mm. Um, to- I think the just the due, the due diligence to say the mandatory sentence that um, uh, uh, to, to have discharged the thinking that does the concept of a limit at all mean it's more likely that people will uh, arbitrarily apply limits? I think absolutely, but I, I don't think that that's an escapable thing I, because as you said, in definition a, there are limits to, to things. Um, and it's just that it's just that our capacity to measure them is not uh, as universally golden as it, it is often seen to be by those who enforce them. Yes. Um, and look, a, a similar-ish, a cross-mapped idea that we have ranked on the list at the moment. So talking about scientific method before, that's at about, we've got that an, a, around, we got that, that's number 16 at the moment out of 90, mm-hmm. 90-something ideas. But just above it at uh, number 12, we have rules, which um, if you, yep. yeah, yep. obviously we did a full roundup. Uh, we did a comprehensive roundup of that in the episode rule. So go and check that out. It's great. Um, but yeah, obviously of of the thing that I really liked about, there are a lot of things I really liked about rules as someone who enjoys um, uh, the the use of restriction to create um, a, cont- a thoughtful container for activity um, and for fun. Uh, the I think the thing that we that we really celebrated with rules is um, the arbitrary and constructed nature of them. Um, and yeah, they're, they're a social a social um, use of limits. I, I would say. In fact, yeah. sorry, if I'm a scientist, I, I'd be. I mean, me the scientist screaming at the podcast. Um, yes, but limits are a really important uh, a boundary to reality in how we are able to contain certain things and understand things and um, interrogate you know, them, uh, measure the interactions of things and, and therefore, you know, be able to you know, understand anything about, yeah, exactly. It's, they're a, a critical tool. So I, th- sorry, I, I think that that's something that's maybe a given between us, but wasn't articulated. Um, yeah. That, that, so, that there is a great utility to the, to the hard reality of the concept of a limit with it. Like, because, you know, <laughs> uh, it, um, you know, people will, I'm just trying to think of there's something adjacent to the, you know, well, everything happens for a reason. Yes. Okay. But there's a limit to, to the, your understanding of how you're using that and how true that is in this instance. Yeah. And that, that needs to be applied if you're going to understand the reality and learn from it. Um, it's like everything happens for uh, a reason, but there are extreme limits on reason. <laughs> like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, a, that's an obnoxious, <laughs> that, yeah. uh, that's an obnoxious little language trick, but like, um, I guess, yeah. yeah. So, uh, sorry for picking that example. I could have picked a better one, but you you, you know what I mean. Like, like I do know what you there's mean. There's often, um, you know, we need to have contained that. Like, there are there are mutually observable reality, universally observable realities that have limits that are really important to um, exist to to be able to navigate anything at all, really. And that's um, why I think it's and, a more it's yeah. it's that's what that's the 
key point of difference between rules and limits, right? Because lo- rules are just yeah. creations. Limits are limits is limits are can be either creations or observations. Really, it's a limit. Limits are limit. Limits are um an act of uh, contending with the tension between your observations and your imagination, which is yeah. pretty pretty cool actually, and um, very powerful. Yeah, and and very a huge amount of responsibility to uh, goes along with um, being, you know, being anyone trying to like refine the processes of how to do that. But it does make me feel like it's probably above rules because um, of the sheer utility and usefulness and uh, probably just the good mental discipline um, of uh, observing, of, of observing the limit of observing the limits to the world around you and then observing the limits to your ideation and then thinking thoughtfully about the tension between those two things and how they're different and how they're the same. Um, you know, that's yeah, the uh, limits to your current capacity to understand and act upon limits themselves. Yeah. I think a yeah, very powerful tool. Um, how, how, what's currently 11th just above rules. Let's have a look. Cause yeah, we really have, we really have just zeroed right into a space. Um, above rules is history. Um, I'll go up, I'll just go up, uh, for the, the top 11. So history above that is criticism, then adaptability, cooperation, hanging out, self-awareness, generosity, story, jokes, friendship, and sharing is still at the top. I have it just below criticism. What, what do you think? What do you think? What's your thinking around that? What's, what's, cause, uh, I do, is it about the idea that, um, having, it criticism- could also be, it could also be higher. It's, it's just, it's just a utility, thing I, I, just, I just think you do not want to lose the capacity to to and, and this isn't necessarily lost with just criticism so um of course open to interrogation but um i i think uh i'd ra- i'd rather have a, a poor understanding of criticism and the of, of limits and the capacity to criticize them mm. than yeah, look, I th- yeah, I don't need the to interrogate. The universal understanding of limits that can't be criticized or something like that. Yeah, no, I don't need, like I don't need to interrogate this. This is pre- it's pretty clear. Yeah. No, I d- let me put it this way. I think having certainly having adaptability and criticism as as tools that are embedded tools for you, um, allow, like it's literally what I was just saying, like the active limits, because limits of it'll be the highest ranking idea that really feels like needs to be handled extremely sensitively and correctly. Mm. And I think having the tools of adaptability and criticism allows you to do what I was just saying, which is um, pass out and be thoughtful about where, whether, you know, which of your limits are, um, what, what are the, all the, how the different subcategories of limitation are interacting like ideation, actual conceptual and um, yeah. And making adjustments around that. Um, that makes perfect sense to me. Like you're going to do a better job of that if you're adaptable and critical, um, and yep. self-aware and generous, um, and uh, and then the and- very top ideas they're they're more just like you know I mean obviously sorry you need story to, to be able to navigate uh, any of those below concepts anyway um, or oh do I don't think so but yeah story think. story is up where it is for other reasons I think well that's um, what I was going to say yeah the, the 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 very top ideas are much more. Um, you know, they, they they bring a lot more benefit than just the capacity to build a, um, you know, a, a some thinking sort of scientifically framework. optimized society. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and I you do can think have a, you can have a perfectly good life with bad thoughts. Potentially. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You really, yeah. truly, truly, and yeah, I think having it above history 
uh, makes it is is correct because yeah, like uh, again, yeah, you're, that, you're that was in, hard for me emotionally, but yeah. I I know I know it's it's you you love it so much and with good reason, but yeah, I just think your navigation. No, but you really need to understand. Yeah, your navigation history is significantly better with understanding of limits. Yep, people misappropriate history all the time with poor limits, and it's uh, it's a violence to me. That's it, Brad. Well, yeah, the new number eleven, man. I would not have. Wow, I wouldn't have anticipated that. I mean, either. But- I really enjoyed that episode, Nick. Me too. Oh, well, and you know, like I really, I think the the uh, we've really proven the model of uh, smashing through the heretofore imagined limits of how long our opening teaser uh, and how long, how long, and uh, how um, cons- how cons- how punishingly conceptual it can get, and still have our listeners follow us to this bit, just delighted and hanging on our every word. So um, that part's super edifying. Um, for the listeners, I mean, um, cool. As always, um, such a delight, uh, to do this with you, Chris. I love you very much. Love you too, Nick. Um, really do. yeah, really do. And, um, yeah, I'll look forward to, to hearing you and, um, obviously, and yeah, maybe, uh, guess also getting to go through our, um, you know, our La- Laos listener mailbag, uh, next time, please hit us up. Um, listeners from yeah, Laos. please. Um, all listeners actually hit us up, get in touch, let us know what you think, uh, recommend episodes to your friends. Um, be, be critical of us. Um, we, uh, you know, we've, we have robust selfhoods. Um, but either way, rank ideas coming back to the rank tank. Rank tank, baby. Commotion, commotion, commotion. Sometimes commotion's a 